Hello, everybody. Hi. We're back again. Yep. After listening to the last episode recorded through my car, I, I decided it sounded just as roadie and you couldn't hear T at all. So we're back on just the phone. We talked about it and we might buy a, uh, a cheap microphone I can plug into my phone or something off Amazon and maybe that'll help reduce some outside noise. Yep. Um, so, but we're headed home. T was going to ask a question. Yeah, so my question is, how come we have weird fears that make no sense? Like mine, for example, is an elevator. I dislike them entirely. I don't remember anything traumatic happening to me when I was on an elevator. I just remember hating them the entire time. And it's just this weird feeling I get. Yeah, I remember when you were like two years old probably and I took you to the zoo. You may have even been younger. And we went to the elevator and you were screaming and I picked you up and you were clinging to me and I think we had to leave the elevator and I had to walk your stroller up the steps or something. It's an escalator. Or up the escalator, yeah. I probably was holding on to you. <clears throat> so, yeah, and that, you know, what I'm saying there is that happened to you. You were afraid of elevators since you were a baby. And I still hate them to the, too today. And, I mean, you're not afraid of being in enclosed spaces, right? Like you can walk into a small room or a closet or something. They can't see your hand gestures, son. Okay. It's in the middle. A little bit. But, yeah, but you don't have the same fear like you do getting in an elevator. It no. has something to do with the going up and down. I mean, it does give you that feeling that, I don't know, can almost be nauseating for some people, I guess. <clears throat> so why would you have a, just a, irrational fears of stuff like that? I would say I don't I don't know my guess would be there's just some sort of different wiring in your mind that tells you something's wrong about the situation so this I'm gonna put it this way is probably not it but it's gonna sound try to make it make sense to you like when you get it on an elevator and it goes up and down it makes your mind think you know you're falling to your death or something or there's a snake or something so it, it sends a signal to your brain that says something's wrong get out of here you know yeah like when you're you're walking through the woods and you let's say you're walking through the woods and you see like a coyote or a bear or something your sense in your mind is going to be like let's get out of here fear yeah everybody always has used to wear them no fear shirts and stuff, which is BS, because fear keeps you alive. Like It does. But, the irrational fear, that's the, that's the only thing I can think of is, yeah, your your brain, something in your brain is just telling you this situation's fearful when it doesn't necessarily need to be. But then technically, too, your, <clears throat> your brain at a basic doesn't know what an elevator is, so maybe it's sensing that, like something's danger let's get out of here yeah um yeah but i don't i don't like the dark either never like the dark 
But dark. yeah, I could I can only sleep in complete darkness. The dark makes sense though. Well actually I'm not on technicality, I'm not scared of the dark, I'm scared of what could be in the dark. Right. Like well, for example, dark- you have a piece of Abigail will slit, set out her clothes. So I'll be I'll be laying there in the dark and I'll look around and then all of a sudden I see a f- dark figure standing there. I'm like, oh no, what is that? Yeah. And then like I freeze and then I don't move that rest of the night. We all get, and that's that fear. Like, that's rational fear. That's you gotta think when people used to be just living out in the cave or the woods or whatever, just going through the woods. When you would be awake and you'd be dark and you'd see that, you'd see a pair of eyes or you see some sort of figure that's not supposed to be there. Your brain is triggering that immediate fight or flight. That let's get out of here. That's why you get that fear. Um, it was probably way more enhanced back then, whereas now we've probably gotten rid of it as a human race since we've got, you know, walls and roofs and yeah. light switches and whatnot that you can deal with. It happened yeah. last night, too, because, like, you know, Abby's suitcase was there and stuff? Yeah. I'm laying down, I'm looking around, and then my brain's like... You know what, what if a person was there behind that suitcase and is just waiting to grab you and drag you under the bed like a monster or something? And I'm like, oh, no, we're done for today. Well, that's a little different than what we're talking about. We're, you know, I'm talking about you actually see some kind of figure or some eyes or something or what you think is eyes. And that yeah. sends you in that fear. But now you're just imagining that there's something back there. Yeah, that or sometimes I'll... I remember there used to be a light. Uh, it was... Everybody had her... Or, no, it was like some sort of green light. It might have been like something reflecting off the air conditioner. But it looked like a pair of eyes. I'm like... I, I don't know what to do, so I just froze laid there frozen because it looked like a pair of eyes. I've had that happen before. And waking up to realize it was just a small mirror and some sort of shiny plastic thing. Yeah, I mean it's, but it's important to, when you do wake up and you start rationalizing and saying, well that's not, it's obviously not something, you know. It's obviously a mirror or something or, or what is that? And then you start looking at it and you realize it's not a a person or whatever you think it might be. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I do. You know, I can do the same thing. Bethany might hang something up there on the side, and I wake up middle of the night, and it's, it's something different in the room that I sleep in every day. And then you wake up, and you look at it, and your first thought was something's there. And then you freak out for a second, and you're like, "Oh, it's a dress. I'm good." <clears throat> and then it's you know right away you rationalize what it is. I don't. I look and I'm like, "Oh, there's something there." Oh, we're not moving until tomorrow. <laughs> well, the thing too, though, is if it is something, <laughs> if it was something, you might need to move or evaluate the situation or, you know. Well, sometimes I'm just, I don't think about it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> There's something there staring at me. Maybe if I don't move, it won't see me. If, yesterday... I yesterday night I laid in bed and I thought I saw a figure standing there and I'm like oh no and then Abby goes to turn and around the bunk bed so you can feel every little movement 
It scared me so bad I jumped. <laughs> and I was like, it's fine, she was just moving. Well, yeah, when we all get scared. And all happens. Just like when somebody walks up behind you and spooks you. Had that happen before. I remember once I was brushing my teeth. Mom was uh, standing next to me and I didn't hear her footsteps at all. I got to look over and I see her standing there and I like jump back. <laughs> and now Logan's the same way. People just will come up to me and I won't see him. I won't see him. I won't hear him because he's shorter than me. And then he'll tap me on the arm and I'll jump a little bit. That hasn't happened with Abby or Wyatt. Well, I mean, I guess it turned in from irrational fears to regular fears in this episode. Yeah. I don't know that I really answered your question because I don't really know a whole lot about it. I can just kind of give you an educated guess. That's one of your irrational fears. <clears throat> I have adult irrational fears. What are those? I don't know, like going to the doctor. <laughs> I still have them. I go to the doctor and he'll be like, you ready for your flu shot? I'm like, huh? What? No. And then they'll have to get somebody to hold me down because I'm scared I'll kick one of them in self-defense. Well, it's like, I'll go to mom or your mamma and papa's house and I'll be going to check last night on their chickens and it's dark. So I'll get, put a little headlight on and I'll grab my pistol. Now, you could say I'm grabbing my pistol in case there's like some sort of raccoon or something that's disturbing the chickens and I need to, to do something about it, but there is a portion of me that's like, what if something comes up and tries to attack me, but I mean, where we live at, there's nothing that's really going to come up and attack you. Me, at least, especially. You know, your coyotes aren't going to come up and attack me. I mean, maybe some dogs or something, if there's a dog. Yeah. But... It, it's not even it's not even what's going through my mind my mind is just like well you need to have protection in case something happens it's like so maybe that's a little bit of an irrational fear but there's some ground to it too you know yeah and it's always better be prepared than not be prepared yeah I don't know I'd have to yeah. think on my irrational fears you want me to do something off the top of my head like this podcast can be difficult how's the podcast difficult no I'm just saying me thinking of something off the top of my head yeah I guess mostly about myself is difficult butterfly looked like he was trying to attack well, it's probably not alive anymore no I think it is it's, it is it is don't worry so gonna do your little recap thingamajig uh yeah so moral of the story we have irrational fears because our minds like to trick us and sometimes the irrational fears are just something we have because we get that sense of fear and fear keeps us alive 
Yeah, I think that's about where we're at. Yeah. We have a sense of fear. Fear is good. Keeps you from petting that tiger. But I don't want to pet one. Sometimes maybe your mind thinks one thing is the tiger when it's not. What about geese? I'm not, I, I hear they attack. I've seen videos of them attacking, but yet I still have the urge to pet them. Like I said, I def- it's like I, why they're touching an electrical fence. I don't have a super fear of geese, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to be around geese. I do. I want to touch one. I just want to pet it. Okay, my irrational fear is confrontation. Talking to people or like confronting someone? Confronting people. Yeah, that would be one of my irrational fears. Where even confronting people most of the time, I mean, nothing's going to happen to you. It's just. Fear, yeah. For even talking to some people or <clears throat> get making, you know, if I got to make a phone call where the situation might be a little weird, I have a fear of doing that when it, a lot of times when I just get over it and I make the call, it's no big deal. It's done. I sit there worried about it for hours and then it was done in a couple minutes and there was nothing to be afraid of. Me when there's a school presentation. Oh yeah, I would be. I fear that, but it's irrational because all these other kids have the, the same fear, and I would still even be scared even if it's not me talking. Like let's say, like back of sixth or seventh grade, they had us do group presentations together. This one girl would be really good at talking to people, and I wouldn't. I could research stuff. I was better at that. So that's what I did. I did a lot of research. And she talked. I just... Oh, she was your partner? Yeah, we had like a group of four. Well, that's the one good thing about when you learn that stuff is if you're going to work in groups and you learn how to work in a group, you learn each other's weaknesses and each other's strengths. And she was good at talking and you were good at doing the research. Yep. You worked together and got it done. Cool. All right. Well, we got a guy. We're at home. And once I was shoved into talking to some people, I'm I'm talking too much. Aren't I? <laughs> I was once forced to talk. Well, I was a force, but the one girl wanted to just go around and graded, so I decided to talk to people. I'm glad I almost. I thought I almost had a panic attack that one. Time. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, okay, hi. So. This is our ship. This is the name. This is this, that. This is what happened. And yeah. Well, you're not talking too much. It's fine. <clears throat> but in a podcast, when I say, All right, T, well, we're home. It's time to go. That's a cue for you to say, Bye. Bye.